Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the second week in September. Where is the time going? Well, of course, depending on when you listen to this, it could be December. Uh, you're in for a very merry treat today, and that was a complete pun on words because we have the Merrymaker Sisters joining us. They've built an awesome business around wellness, whole foods, uh, and their energy is off the hook. So just prepare yourself, but it was a ton of fun. But before we jump into the interview, we have a message from SiteLock. SiteLock offers an industry-leading cloud-based suite of website security solutions, including website scanning, web application firewall, DDoS mitigation. I don't know why that's a tongue full for me, a mouthful, uh, and more. Live US-based customer support is available 24-7, 365 days a year. So SiteLock is available when you need them. Novel idea, right? And of course, the SiteLock product evangelist, Adam W. Warner and Logan Kipp will be speaking at WordCamp Tampa and WordCamp Salt Lake City, September 10th and 11th. So if you're attending, make sure to check out their talks and get your security questions answered. So visit SiteLock today at sitelock.com forward slash WPChick. Again, guys, that is sitelock.com forward slash WPChick. And yes, I am still super happy that I am working with them and have signed up for their support and keeping my site safe. That being said, let's jump into today's show. I have Carla and Emma Pappas, the Merrymaker Sisters, on the show today. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, we are so excited to be here, Kim, and yay for finally having scheduled it in. Yeah, totally. You know, this is just one of those things I finally learned that it's like whenever there's rescheduling, it tends to work out best for both parties. So it's like, sure, it it just works. I'm never worried about it. Yeah. We're the same. All right. Awesome. So for for my listeners who don't know you, and just so you guys know too, I I think a lot of my audience, while we're WordPress users, they're more entrepreneurial. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I don't have a lot of devs and to my knowledge, you know, developers or programmers listening, this is really the online entrepreneur who who uses WordPress to make money <laughs> online and and wants to take their business to the next level. So it's that's where I think you guys are going to be ideal. Um, but I would love to hear. But prior to the Merrymaker Sisters launch mm-hmm. and 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 your story of getting there, but like, what were you guys doing? What made you you know yeah. step into this? Totally. Oh my gosh! Like flashback to 2012, we were both working in government desk jobs. Like the most boring jobs ever that we hated, just surrounded by people who were unhappy. It was awful. So I think like even like we got here through like food and like, you know, discovering about healthy living, but we just are so thankful for Googling how to start a blog and now we just haven't looked back. It's so freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and it's so funny to just to hear your energy and to think a government desk job. Oh, we know. know. We definitely didn't fit in. We definitely stood out a lot. But yeah, thank God that we Googled that. And yeah, it was just like from the first blog post we ever published, we just fell in love with it and blogging itself. And then, you know, we delved into the online business world. And that's kind of where our eyes were fully open to the potential of what you could do online. 
Well, and don't you find that like at growing up and you go to school and you go to college, you get your, your jobs and whatnot, it's, and, and I don't mean this in a, a derogatory terms to, to anybody who doesn't have an online business, but mm-hmm. you, you do sort of what the herd is doing, right? You go along yeah. and you just think, okay, I did this. I'm supposed to do this. And the second you realize, oh, I don't, I don't have to do that. Yes. It's like, oh. boom, your, blo- your yeah. brain is blown away. <laughs> oh my gosh. We were like really in that mind. Like, I mean, I was like 24, Carla was 20. Is that how old you are? I, would, I think I was how- 20. 20? 20? 21. I can't even remember. I don't, I don't know. We were younger. Um, <laughs> and we were like in this like headspace of should be's. Like, you know, we should be working these nine to five jobs. We should be in these relationships and like thinking about getting married. We should be having kids by this age. We should be buying a house by that age. And it was just like we weren't happy. And we kind of like we're just in this like stuck place mm-hmm. and like just changing the way we lived and like discovering the world of blogging, you know, WordPress and online business, just like, I don't know, it just opened everything up for us. And like, it's, it's changed our lives in so many ways. And we're just so excited to like, let everyone know about this way of life and like the potential of creating a business with just a website. <laughs> do, you, do you find that people are still like, what do you guys do? Like people in your real life? Yeah. I've oh, been, yeah. yeah. All the time. They're like, so you guys just like are online? Like, how do you even make money? And we're just like, oh, we love this question. Like, and we just like <laughs> delve right into it. I still don't think they quite get it. Like, unless they're in the world and like has have a little bit of prior knowledge. But yeah, it's definitely quite interesting, like talking to someone about it who has absolutely no idea. Do you know what I find really interesting? It's like, I still have friends who like, they're now going back to uni to go get like graduate, is that masters, masters. or whatever it's called. Um, and they're like, Oh, I just like don't like the digital stuff. Like I don't want to, I, I just don't know about digital stuff. And I'm like, really? Like, don't you realize like digital stuff is where it's at and it's the future <laughs> and like you can create anything. And I just sound like this freak. And then they're just like, Oh, I don't know about social media, but I just think. I'm so excited about this world and like to hear people because, you know, like you start hanging out with more and more people who know more about it. So when I do like catch up with an old friend who doesn't have a clue, I'm just like, oh, like if you want to start a business, you can. Yeah. And I think like our overall like message to all is always like it's just like a little step of like it's just a little step action after action because like when we look back on our journey that's pretty much what it's been it's just been like tiny little steps that have built up to what we're at now and then it just continues to be tiny little steps to making it even better and creating new things it's it's really sticking with it right because i I, Mm -hmm. i've been doing this eight years now and it's people still are like well you do websites i'm like well i did which was never ever my intention. I was not a program or whatever, but it's one of those things that people don't really get it. And it's like, it's, and I always tell people, I'm like, I built a brand cause I stuck with it. it that was it. It wasn't yeah. like, right. Oh, it wasn't a master plan. It wasn't like, and you hear all this stuff and you get like, build your list, do this, do this and this. Yeah. And it's like, if you can just show up and keep at it every day, you're going to get somewhere. And then you start to realize, okay, I can put a strategy behind this. Yeah. It's so funny because we get asked that question all the time. Like, how did you come up with the brand and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, well, the name was a five minute decision, but like it, it's totally just time and consistency that's created the brand and us being us online. Like that's what's created the brand. It took, now let me ask you this too, because, and, and I want you guys to explain the brand and everything. Mm -hmm. Have, Have you found that since you started it, that it's totally evolved and it continues to reshape itself as you go? 
Oh my gosh, 100%. I mean, so Merrymaker means to bring joy to. And the reason we picked that name was because our newfound way of living and eating had brought us so much happiness. But then over time, it's then evolved from food and movement into like creating positive relationships and finding your purpose and following your bliss and you know, trying new things online. Like it's completely evolved and it just continues to. I mean, then we created Merry Biz, which is like the more dream following purpose driven podcast where we interview other people who are doing similar things to us. And yeah, it just continues to evolve. And I think it will always do that. I totally agree. It's so I did the same thing and it was like, well, I don't want to talk about this anymore because I'm not mm-hmm. there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I'm Isn't super, it? it's sorry, but it's like, it's so much easier to say this person can help you with that, but this is where we're at today. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just like, that's the best thing about, you know, creating your own business and like being online. Like you can just like switch it up. Like it's like, I mean, like, Carla and I would be like, oh, we kind of, like, aren't feeling this topic anymore. Like, you know, we've changed as people, so we're going to put that online because, you know, like, all it's all about being authentic online these days. I know that word gets thrown around all the time, but it is super important for your business and if you, especially if you have a personal brand online. So, like, we just love how easy it is to do that. And it's like, you know what, like, if someone follows us and that, like we're not sort of like connecting with them anymore. That's okay. Like we've been part of their lives. Now we'll find a new audience. And I think like to not be afraid to switch it up. Yeah. And just like to follow your own journey. So like if you're like, if you're, we're like purely sharing our own journey and it's amazing to see the people that grow with you. And then it's amazing to see the people who drop off and then the new people that come in because you shared, you know, this random thing about, ice cream or changing up our diet or following our dream in like this way and or creating a podcast sort of thing. It's crazy. And your audience will always change. And I think that's something, um, it was actually Darren Rouse when we interviewed him, he told us about this. He's like, don't be afraid to see your numbers drop because, you know, people might've got everything from you that they needed. And then you'll find your new tribe and like new people will come in. And, and that just like made so much sense to us. It makes so much sense. And it's something I wish that I had grasped early on because I really try not to look at unsubscribes. I, mm. <laughs> right. Even as long as I've been doing this, I think I just get a little sensitive. I'm not paying attention to the fact that there's like four times as many subscribes coming in, but it's, you know, I, I saw somebody that I was like, Oh, I thought we were kind of connected. And I, I really had to stop and say, well, you know, she subscribed when I was doing, say, Genesis tutorials, or I was really involved more yeah. in, in the WordPress space. And now I'm all about just my life, where I'm at, what I'm doing with my business and how I yeah. can serve people. Yeah. yeah I think like that message, like, like we asked Darren, like kind of like from a, per- like it was a for a personal reason, but we know so many people like worry about numbers, but we were just we, like, we were like, what, what do you do when you plateau? And then he yeah. like, told us that. And we were like, Oh, <laughs> and then it, I think it's also like remembering that, you know what, like you don't need millions and millions and millions of like subscribers and visitors to create an epic business, like or to change yeah, people's lives. Like, it doesn't need to be massive. So that was just like, it's like, and like, it's like this thing that kind of gets you stuck, but it doesn't need to get you stuck. And when you realize that it's like, oh, like it's just like a release and then you can just move on and like keep on building your business, keep on building your profile and then your audience just grows naturally anyway. Yeah. So it's really funny. 
It totally is. You know, I've started to, I mean, I spend probably most of my time is Facebook or Instagram, but it's Mm -hmm. like I've started unfollowing people or hiding Mm -hmm. them because I'm like, if one more person screams at me to do the effing work or hustle, I'm going to punch them. I'm like, I want to go take a nap. That's going <laughs> to serve yeah. me, right? Or like, yes. I want to go float in the pool and read a book today. I'm like, this kid, I will not, I, I don't buy this nonsense of sacrificing the quality of your life in the pursuit of a dream. I'm all about working hard, but the, oh, yeah. you have to enjoy the journey, right? Oh yes. my gosh, we always yes, say yes, this. Yes. We go, like, we're like, you, like, the destination never comes because like when you get to where you thought you wanted to be, you want to be somewhere else anyway. So it's like you've got to enjoy the process because that is the life. Like that's your life. All the little things that you're doing every single day, checking the emails, doing the Instagram posts, creating the product, that's your life. So if you're not enjoying it, then you're not enjoying your life. So you've got to like definitely think twice and be really present and just enjoy even like – the, the smallest of yeah, things. Yeah, and I think like allowing, you know, allowing yourself to take a break, to lie by the pool, to read, totally. to relax, to watch the series of Netflix if you really want <laughs> totally. to. Like, like we, I Isn't think, that why we do what, like, yeah. that we, cre- we tried to create our own lifestyle for the freedom and for the choice to do what we want to do every single day. So like, we've got to add these joyful moments, which definitely floating in the pool is, sounds good oh to me. Oh my gosh, I want to do that now. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just, it's one of those little things that it's like, this is quiet time and it's, it's how I recharge, right? And I find that when I push, 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 and then I hit a wall and it's like, okay, now I need to unplug for a couple days yes. and I'm super cold just stepping back and going, it'll all be there in a few days. That's um, so funny. We had that exact thing happen like over the weekend. Our mom came to visit and it was three days and we didn't do any work at all. And this was really rare for us. We were like, oh, whoa, like we're not doing any work. Like this is weird. And it was amazing. And then when mum left and we were ready to get back into work, we were refreshed. We were excited. Like, and we got so much done. In a shorter period of time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could talk to you guys about this stuff all day long. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about like, I love this, that you guys discovered a different way of living in 2012, which kind of started launching this whole trajectory. Can you, can you share what that was? Yeah. Yeah. So like in 2012, as I said, like we were in these like unhappy desk jobs and we were also just like unhappy and stuck in our lives in general. We'd been like, I guess like dieting for like, I don't know, since Carla was 11 and I was 13, like on and off these weird, wacky diets, like probably a lot of women were like this. I think I know that. And we just started this 12-week, hardcore, 1,200-calorie, horrible diet, lost heaps of weight, and we just felt crap. We were tired every day, didn't have any energy. And then I also found out that I had a gluten intolerance. So it was like, oh, like I have this thing that I have to change my diet up again. And then I discovered paleo and we started eating that way, felt amazing. And slowly that's transitioned into like a more real food diet, less paleo. But um, I guess like discovering this new way of living gave us all the things we were missing, which was more energy. Um, we felt good, we looked good, and it didn't feel like we were on a diet. It was like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah, and the most important thing that happened like during those first four weeks was that no longer were was our brain controlled by food. Like we used to be so guilty about food. We felt oh. so guilty about the food we'd eaten mm. and anxious about our next meal. It was just about food. Our life was controlled around the meals that we were eating and like and that gym workouts yes. we were doing. It was 
ridiculous. Like looking back, we can't even believe that that was our lives. And so we found this new way of living and we went, oh my gosh, this is the best thing in the whole entire world. We have to share it. So I, who is Carla, I just started sharing photos of our meals on Instagram and hashtagging. I had no idea what a hashtag was. I was just like doing it because I saw everybody else doing it. (laughs) And then people started to ask questions and was like, why are you eating like that? How did you make that? You look really happy. Like, I'd love to know what you're doing. So that was the point where we were like, hmm, maybe we could like put this in on the internet somewhere. Like, do people do that? And so we Googled how to start a blog. And then we post out, we posted our first blog about like this new way of living and this new way of eating. And that was the beginning of the Merrymaker Sisters. And yeah. we continued to share recipes every week. We were doing like lots of like five recipes a week. Then we started to bring in like more well-being advice and mindset advice. And then we started to bring in like the bliss stuff and finding your dream and then relationship stuff. And it just like kind of yeah. bubbled into this thing that like we absolutely loved to do every single day. And that's it. That's what we do now as well, except, you know, we know a lot more about online business and content marketing because in the beginning we didn't know we were content marketing. We just thought we were sharing stuff. And then we were like, oh, like we need to probably maybe create something more for our people that are following us. Maybe they want more. So we created eBooks and then we created an online challenge and now we have an online membership and it kind of just, it's just this like snowball evolution thing. <laughs> it, it's totally the true story of ignorance is bliss, right? You guys, yes! just, right. You totally, you just showed up and I have to tell you, it's funny because I friggin' hate cooking, but some of your recipes make me want to go cook. <laughs> We swear, quick, easy, and delish. We we swear, we promise. Well, my daughter's coming home for college, and she's super healthy, and she's like, I want to cook and do this and this. I'm like, great, I'll buy, you cook. (laughs) We're good to go. But you know what I love so much about it, too, is it was just, you hit a point where you were like, we just want to feel better, and we're tired. You wanted to get off the crazy merry-go-round. I started, like, I started juicing a few years ago, and I just feel great. I It's something that it's still want to lose weight or feel better, but... I do, I do the juice because I just feel better. I, yeah. I sleep, you know, I sleep great. I, I, nothing hurts. It, it, I've done juice, straight juice fast before. And it's like, I feel like I'm on a drug. Like I have so much energy. It's a little crazy. Yeah. But well, keep- that's kind of what it's all about. It's like finding what works for you as an individual and doing more of that because like we don't believe there's a one way like of living or like eating or anything. Like it's like with anything, there's no one right way to do it. So like figure out what works for you as an individual and then keep doing more of it and then keep listening to it and seeing what you need to change up and just like following that. So as you guys were getting started figuring out the the right, you know, eating plan for yourselves, Mm. where, you know, how did you go about doing that? Mm. Yeah, I guess like we just like trial and error. I mean, and like getting in tune with how you feel as well. So like when something didn't feel right, it's like, well, what did I do today? What did I eat? What Like who was I around? Like was it to do with the people I was around? And I mean, we were in those negative office jobs. So we were surrounded by people we didn't really like and who were kind of mean. So like that had a big deal to like that had a big play in how we were feeling. So that was when we started learning more about relationships and how to deal with those negative people. And I mean, like that plays a major part in the way you feel mentally and physically. So like just being aware of that 
really helped us. Yeah. And, and like stress as well. Like if you, you know, if you have a stressful moment, like that can play havoc with your digestion and things like that. And like, I think a lot of people just think it's the food I'm eating. That's why I feel like crap, but actually it could be the environment that you're in and you know, the people that you're conversing with throughout your day. So like an easy action step to take, like if you want to kind of become more aware of this is like journaling. So every day, like Uh, like in the evening, like writing down how you felt like after your meals, after interactions, and then like looking back on a week and seeing if anything is kind of matching up or seeing if you're feeling the same way after you eat tomatoes and things like that, like just like little things. But if you write it down, then you'll remember. Whereas it's quite difficult to be like, oh, like I think I felt that way like when I spoke to that person, but (laughs) you often just forget it because you just wiped it from your brain. So like, yeah, journaling is such a good tool to use if you want to become more aware of your environment or the food that you're eating. And of course, like I guess like just like consuming other people's content as well. I mean, like at the start of this like sort like healthy lifestyle change, we just read and read about other people and how they sort of introduce new foods and new ways of living. Then we would try it if it worked for us. Yay. If it didn't move on. Um, and I think like that's just stayed with us as well. Like we're always trying new ways to exercise, new ways to eat. And like our number one rule is just to make it fun because when stuff is fun, it's not a chore. So like we make cooking fun. We make the food fun. We do fun exercise that we love. So like it's not hard to get out of bed. And then now we've introduced that to our business as well. So it's like, well, we love this project because it's fun. And like, okay, accounts, they're not really fun, but how can we make it fun? And it just like makes everything good. (laughs) I'm totally sitting here grinning from ear to ear because Uh I did a a manifesto like four four years ago. And that was the first clip was if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. I love it. I was like, you know what? Life is way too short. And yeah. And I mean, there are often times I think with the business that my guess is that you guys have, have felt this where, all right, well, this is working. And, and sometimes something feels really, really right. And you put it out there and, and maybe it's not what you expected or mm. it's more work than the ROI. Right. So yes. do you guys have any stories or sort of good learning experiences? Yeah, in starting? T- I mean, like we actually have a really recent one. So we recently launched our online membership I mean, only like two months ago and we just didn't realize how much work it was going to be every month. And it was like a big, like, whoa, like we've set this up. We have like a hundred and something people already have bought it and it's way more work than we expected. So that was when we sort of like going forward, we had to make a change. So then we launched like a basic level. So it was like we had the basic, then the plus changed up the pricings and you know, now we're going to see, okay, is anyone going to buy the plus or is everyone going to buy the basic? And then maybe we like phase out the plus because that's way too much work. And now we're also developing a massive process document. So it's like, you know, when, when you have those processes in place, you can see, okay, I can outsource this. So it's like, which is the stuff we have to do and what can we outsource to make it less work for us? Yeah, that was like such an interesting thing because, you know, I think there was, there's been so much talk about memberships and recurring income, like for the part, well, for us, like we've just been hearing it over and over again. For, oh, like, I hear it all the time too. <laughs> the past year and a half. And we're like, we have to do this. And that's like, we, we understood that it was a really good, like, 
sort of like, I guess, with a recurring model. That was much better than what we were doing before, which was kind of like launch, 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 yay, but then a bit dull and then we launched again and we didn't like that either. So we tried out this one and it was definitely interesting to see, oh, actually, it's like it's still like quite a lot of work, but, yeah, we're going to just tweak it and make it so much more streamlined and get used to it as well. Like anything new is uncomfortable. So we just need to like understand what we need to do every month and get it like flowing. Yeah, and I think it's also like asking your customers, your clients, your audience what they actually want and not being afraid to change it up. So, mm. like, I mean, we have different aspects of this, of our club. It's called the Merrymaker Club. But, like, if something's not going to be used or consumed, like, there's no point in developing that content. So it's, like, just, like, changing things up, telling the people as well. Yeah. So, like, for example, for what they want. yeah, we had, like, this live webinar that we were doing monthly with, like, another expert and people weren't showing up to the live webinar, even though it was quite, like, kind of annoying for us to do it because we're doing it late at night so people could come but no one was showing up so we're like well actually you know what we're going to pre-record these during a time where we're at our best where we can be our best and that's going to suit us better and no one really minds because they still get the recording like they were before so it's like just like doing little things like that to make your like business experience the best it can be. I think with live webinars, we're going to see a lot more of that shifting for what it's worth. And, you know, for, I I think too, because you guys are the brand and I've been there where you show up, right? So it's it's not simply a matter of, you know, like I'm, I'm doing some actually a juicing site with some niche stuff Mm -hmm. and it's a lot different because. Kim Doyle doesn't have to be the one it's, it's the, it's the, it's the juice stuff and it's, you know, creating that. So it's a lot different because especially when you're the brand connecting with your members, it's like you fully, Mm -hmm. you can't not, and I can just tell with you guys, you bring 110%, right? So that can get draining if you're doing it Mm. all the time. Totally. Yeah. So like with our community, we had to like set, like, it was more like a boundary for ourselves that we were only going to hop into like the community once a day and answer questions once a day. Because before we were just like hopping in there, checking it every hour and things like that. And that just wasn't working. And we told our community, like, we're going to be in here once a day. So your question will get answered within 24 hours. We set that expectation and now they know that we'll be in there. That's awesome. So Let's talk a little bit about some of your content because you, it, I love, it's a great, it's a great combination of lifestyle, health and business. So how has that transitioned and, you know, how has how, the reaction been with your audience? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like right at the start, it was just all recipes really, wasn't it? Like yeah. we were just pumping out the recipes because that's what, I guess like that's what we were doing in our lives. We were experiencing this new way of eating, this new way of cooking. We were super excited about it. So that's what we were passionate about. And we also saw that they were really popular and things yeah. like that. So we really liked that people were liking them. So we were like, we're going to do more of what people like. Exactly. But then like as we sort of like went on this journey, like we <laughs> You know, we started learning about like minimalism and we started learning about relationships, as we said before. And then we started like consuming documents like Finding Joe. And that's when we discovered the term follow your bliss. So we started writing about this stuff because this is what we were learning and so excited about. So like like the business of you, I mean, it's like so important to share what what's going on in your life as well. And like it won't, it might not be as viral as the salted caramel like slice recipe, 
but it's super fun to share that part of your journey and like it'll resonate with like a segment of your audience and like it could just change their lives, which is just so cool to see. Yeah, I think the best part about sharing that kind of content, like opposed to the recipes, is that we really get to share our story more and can like relate more to the people because they hear stories and they're like, oh, that happened to me too. Whereas with the recipes, you know, we're just talking about the recipes and how yum they are and how easy it is. Whereas like it goes so much deeper in those like blog posts that we write where it's like, this happened to us and then we had this aha moment and here's the mantra we're living by right this moment because of this reason sort of thing. And then they can actually go away and implement those action steps rather than just make a recipe, which is still super fun. But I just think mindset, like for us, mindset is such a key part in our life. And like, like, being able to know when you can switch from a negative to a positive mindset and having those little, I guess, things in your toolbox. That's kind of what we love sharing. And then because we moved into the bliss space, because we heard that term, follow your bliss, that's where the podcast came in. And we like wanted to meet lots of other people following their dreams and following their purpose because we know how much learning from other people helped us. So we were like, let's like, collate a bunch of amazing people together and help other people do what we're doing. So that was like the reason behind that. And that was actually the biggest success we've ever had with the amount of emails and feedback we've ever received. When you launch your podcast. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've said this to people for so long. I'm like, I... If you're up for doing a podcast, it is by far one of the best things you can do for your business. Yeah. I had been online five years and it was like when I launched the podcast, it was just my relationships. The audience just blew yeah. up and yeah. and the people that connect with you, they're like your ideal client because I always think I'm like, wow, somebody totally just tuned out the world and was listening to me for like an hour. Like that was really, it's, it's a trip, but it's like if they find your sense of humor or like your, the story you shared and if that connects with them, they're, they're, it's, it's intimate to a certain level when you yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I think like, like the idea that like your voice is inside their earbuds or their earphones, like for that hour or half hour is just so amazing. And I think it like, it really helps us and maybe you too, Kim, like it, it makes you feel like I'm making an impact. Like people are actually spending time to listen to me, to listen to me say this sentence, to hear this aha moment or whatever it might be, or just to like be entertained. And I think it just makes you really grateful as well for having such an amazing audience. Mm. And just to be, it's it's like, it is an honor, right? That someone yeah. takes you to the gym or listens to you in the car or like it's me. Crazy. Yeah. I've always got earbuds in when I'm out and about. Yeah. And it, it is, it's really phenomenal. And you know, where you were talking earlier about authenticity and it totally is overused, but there's a reason it's overused. Like we're, yeah. we're craving it. Right. I think, yes. I think in this massive digital space where you can connect with people at any time of the day, all over the world. You guys are in Australia. I'm near San Francisco. I mean, this is wild, right? And so th- there is this, when when somebody says something, they're like, oh, I'm not the only one. It, there, yeah. and Right? And even in the online space that you are connecting and talking with people, but like from, it's like, okay, I'm sitting in my home office. <laughs> you guys are at home or whatever. And, and so that connection piece of knowing someone else has made that mistake or traveled that mm-hmm. journey, it just, it, it, it helps to keep you yeah. putting oh, yeah. one foot in front of the other. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think with a podcast, you just ha- like you can't really not be you. Like you know, when you write, like it's e- it's like 
it's some people find it hard to like write how you talk, but with a podcast, it's just like blah, and like you just be yourself. And like, it, like for us, if we make a mistake, we just laugh through it. Like we don't really mind. And like, I think that's kind of the joy of it is it is this real, like real life thing that this is happening now. And that's why we also love Snapchat. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like Snapchat is just like boom, like record it. Be an idiot or be like <laughs> be ourselves. Yeah, pretty much pretty much all day, every day, idiots. But um, like it's just it's fun. And I think like you've like when you when you when you're fake or when you're trying to be someone else, like that doesn't feel good. Like when you're so worried about what people think of you, like that's like I don't know, I guess like maybe we used to be like that when we first started. Like, you know, we were really worried about what we looked like online. And like the moment you just realize that that it doesn't matter, that yeah. you're going to connect with the right people if you just be yourself, like that's just like, oh, like it's just like this amazing like feeling weight off your shoulders. Just just be you. That's okay. Like everyone doesn't need to like you. Thankfully, right? <laughs> I yeah. know. It made me think of a um a video I saw and it's, is it sketchy? Do you guys know those guys? Like no. it's. I think there are three Australian girls, actually, but they do all these lip syncing things in the car. But they did this whole, um, I'll have to send it to you guys on Facebook. They did this funny thing about selfies. And it's like, they're taking a selfie, but it's, oh, just went to the gym. But like two seconds before, they threw water on themselves. They really weren't oh, working out. Right? I was like, that is so funny. And because there are times like, it's okay to not record every instant of your life. I love yeah. this life. I like, I love the digital stuff. I live it too. But at the same time, it's like, it's all right. You can put your phone down. Oh my yeah, gosh. Totally. Sometimes yeah. you've got to be really like, we have actually just been talking about having like a digital free day, like at least once a week. And like, we haven't implemented it yet, but we're going to, because we've just realized how much we're just on our phone or on our emails all the time. And yeah, we just, we don't want to be like that. Right. And it, because you feel like, okay, well, the day went, you know, or, and, yeah. and it's very easy to do that when you're working anyways. Like, oh my God, six hours just went by. What, what did yeah. I do? So let's, I want to talk a little bit more about how people can work with you. What are some of the ways that people can work with you guys? Yeah. Well, I guess like we do a couple things. Like we have our online membership. So that's like all foodie stuff, health stuff. We have ebooks, our hard copy book. And then we also work with brands as well. So like, we don't do a lot of sponsorship work, but if we love a product, we'll reach out to them. If we use it a lot, we'll say, Hey, like, we've got this great idea. You might want to work with us. We have a great audience that like would love to hear your messages or tr- like see more about, see your product. And that's when we'll create a piece of sponsored work. Yeah. So, and tell me long- about that. If you- Sorry to interrupt you guys. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was, I was looking at your, um, your soda stream post. Oh, yeah. Earlier because I've been looking at like, as I do this juicing site and fruit infused yeah. water bottles and stuff. And, and I was like, I had never thought about. So how does that work? How did you yeah. guys go about doing the sponsored yeah. content? Oh so like sponsorship, funnily enough, was actually the first way we ever made money. So like my background is public relations and I'm Carla. And so it just like, it made sense to me that if we have this audience and they're, I know they're interested in health, well-being and lifestyle, that they'll probably be interested in hearing about the latest and greatest health, well-being and lifestyle products. So we reached out to brands and that's how we've made our first dollar. And basically, so for us, like the way we work with sponsors is that we look to aligned brands or aligned products or services, and then we just connect with them. We 
connect with them on social media first and create a relationship there and then we might reach out via email and then, you know, suss it out, see if they're interested in collaborating with bloggers and online influencers and then we create like a unique proposal for them on our ideas and that might it might be a small campaign or a larger scale campaign for example like SodaStream included like two blog posts as well as six social media posts newsletter mentions and um I think and like two recipes no three recipes and so we put that to them and they loved that idea and then we made it and basically we linked to their product we showcased their product in our images and things like that so that's like that's a really basic sort of campaign it's an easy one to explain because it links so well like it's a it's a health brand it's it's water so we wrote about like how to why consuming more water is important and how to consume more water throughout your day and we were going to write about that anyway so it kind of just made sense to bring on a brand we get to make a little bit more cash we get to help them spread their message and we also help our audience learn something new yeah and I think um like when you are working with brands and doing sponsored posts like the one thing to remember is just to make sure that you are fully on board with that product or service because there's nothing worse than like agreeing to do a sponsorship blog post or video whatever it might be than not really liking the product and having to do it, like it's the biggest struggle of your life because you just don't want to do it, even though you got that money or you're getting that money. Yeah, it'll be so, the worst couple of hours of your life. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> so we, I mean, we had that experience and that was like, whoa, like we are never going to do that again. We're never going to put ourselves in that position because, I mean, we create, we all create these businesses, don't we? So like, why would we want to create work that we actually don't enjoy? Yeah, you could get a job and have benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just great, you know, and, and it's definitely, <clears throat> I think, more the space that I'm in. I might just, I do content and get affiliate stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I mean, either way, it's one of those that I, <clears throat> if it's a product I use and love, it's so that I just make affiliate commissions through content because it's something I use. I've been testing it. I had great results with it. And so maybe I'll do a video and a post. And so I, I think a lot of people only think that way as opposed to in this space. Anyways, I think probably, obviously, there are a lot of brands out there that do Instagram and YouTube and reviews and whatnot. But um, I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, affiliates, like I think um, I like from our experience, affiliates haven't worked that well for us. Like in Australia, our audience is quite like Australian based, but I know that I've read a bunch of stuff like on American blogs that they really work really well. And I think you guys are also like pretty lucky in that Amazon is amazing and that you can like ship products. We can't ship Amazon products in Australia, so it sucks. (laughs) So there's no like fulfilled by Amazon for you guys? No, No. only Only books. books. Oh my goodness. It's funny. I was talking to a friend in the UK who said years ago it was the same thing because like I'm looking at doing that with e-commerce for this juice site and I was like, okay, mm. like I don't ever want to pack and ship personally, right? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, so with the affiliate stuff, like I have some plugins and tools that I get, you know, a thousand bucks a month, every month. And it's like, it's I've amazing. Cre- and so, it, but you find it, I found it sort of accidentally. I'd love to say there was a brilliant strategy. Now I have <laughs> a strategy. Um, but so for you guys, yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Is it coming? Mm. Do you have any, do they talk about know. it? Yeah. We haven't heard anything. And like, we just like, we're like, hopefully it comes. Cause like, it's so awesome. Like, I just think like, even like to buy stuff, like for me personally, I would love to use it but um yeah they it, nothing has like been ever said we just like our postage system over here sucks like yeah, because- 
Because like, Australia is so big and wide, like whereas like in America, you know, you have all the states. So it's like you're if you're shipping to like San Fran to New York, it, like there would be a reason to stop by like every so often. But for us, we have a big desert in the middle, so there's nowhere to stop. So from going from like, you know, one side to the other, it costs a mozza. Interesting. Well, I would think with Amazon, it's like, well, just set up two fulfillment centers on either side of the yeah. country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I right? know. It's probably like all these other reasons we just have no idea. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's just so strange to me, you know, because I think about like, like running ads and targeting and it's always like US, UK, Australia, Canada, right? Like it's a tier one country in that type yeah. of a space. So, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, gosh. So, okay. So, so you guys, y- your business, obviously, so you do some of that. What are ways that uh, individuals can work with you guys? Yeah. We don't actually do like, basically it's our content. Like if you want to learn from us, come to our blog, come to our podcast and hear our story. Like our goal is like to like kind of change the world into a healthier, happier world. So we just focus on like how we can reach more people and do it like more on a grander scale. So that's why we created the club because a lot of people did want to work with us one-on-one and it was like they wanted like that coaching kind of style and we didn't love to do that. So we were like, well, let's do the coaching style but do it one-to-many. Okay, so we're there's a couple things in there. I got to back up. <laughs> I'm like, every yeah, time you guys say back something, back I come up. up with like eight questions. So first of all, kudos to you for, because a lot of people I think would be like, yeah, I mean, I've done coaching. I don't have the bandwidth to do a ton of it, but I enjoy doing it, right? But it's like, it also takes a certain a certain level of energy and it takes something out of you because you show up totally. and you want to give it. So just congratulations on that. Had you tested it or you just knew it wasn't something you wanted to do? We, Carla did one, so like we studied to be health coaches and we like dabbled into in it. And then we very quickly realized this wasn't for us. And for that exact reason, we just like it just drained. so much of our energy. Like we were just like giving, giving, giving. And we were just like, oh, whoa, like we can't do this. And that's why we just were like, okay, like again, we checked in with ourselves and we're like, we're creating this business. We don't want to end up creating a business we hate. So it was like, we're not going to do that. We're going to invest in ourselves, in our personal development, in learning how to create more digital products, online courses, challenges, um, the community, and that's like the way forward for us. And then like down the track, like our plan going forward is to creating more physical products. So that's where, you know, we want to create products that like remind people to live healthier and happier or just remind people to switch their mindset up. So that's like going forward. So it's taking like the online business to the offline. Mm. I, I see a lot of people doing that, to be honest with you. I think that as, as you know, you grow the digital space, you realize too that there it's it's like look at the look at the popularity of the subscription boxes, right? Yeah, I love which <laughs> you guys are like I I'm on Amazon all the time, right? It's like I type an A in my browser and Amazon comes up. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, I think that's people. There's that connection piece again. Like I love getting stuff in the mail. I totally do, and mm-hmm. I subscribe to a couple things, so I could totally see where you know for you guys doing physical products just is so in alignment with your brand. Yeah. yeah. And people like, like our audience, especially like they love like inspirational cards and inspirational everything, like all that kind of stuff and jewelry and pretty things. Like as much as it's like, we think, you know, less stuff, more life. Like we also love pretty things too. So it's like, oh no, like we definitely want to create some merry product. Yeah. And like people, like the people in our club, we do send out 
like we actually send out little postcards with quotes on them because we know, like, you know, we're, everyone gets mail and it's always bills. bills. Like, <laughs> right. Or like just annoying stuff. You're like, I don't want to see another catalogue. So it's like, why don't we like surprise and delight with like a cute little inspirational card and a personal message? And I mean, that has just so much power to it. And Again, like with the connection, like it just like creates this epic connection with your people and they'll probably come back and renew their subscription. Absolutely. It's that touch point that takes it another step further, right? I mean, you know, what's funny is there are two things that I subscribe to. Are you guys familiar with Danielle Laporte? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like I bought her truth bomb decks. I bought her tattoos. I'm like, I love that stuff. And, but I even have like two content, one's on funnel stuff and one's on email marketing. And I get like physical newsletters in the mail and I love it. It's like, I just go, I take them in the tub or like I go sit in my room and I read and there's, there is that connection, like holding that physical thing in your hand. So Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. Yeah. I cannot wait um, to see what you guys do. I will totally be subscribing. Um, and now you guys have uh, some cookbooks too, right? Yeah. 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 So we have like, and that was another way we first started with making money. So we um, like, we published six eBooks because they went so well and we were like, wow, well, we love doing eBooks. But then we were getting all these emails about a hard copy book. So we ended up self-publishing our hard copy book, our first one, which is called Make It Merry, and that's on ebook as well. And then we are so close to publishing our next cookbook, which is again going to be hard copy and digital. And like, let me tell you, it is just so beautiful and packed full of like the best recipes ever. Like we're pumped about it. So that's what, um, there are recipe books. And then we're also writing like a book about sort of the merrymaker lifestyle and our journey so far. Oh my God. When is the book coming out? The, which one? The second well, one that I just well, said? Well, both. Like, so when yeah. is the new cookbook coming out? The new cookbook should be out by August. Very exciting. And then the one about your story, when is that coming out? Well, look, we, that one is a work in progress, but before the end of the year, for sure. And like, our goal was, is September. So I'm, I'm put it out there now. Everyone knows the goal is September. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Nothing like a little pressure. Well, now are you with self-pub, are you using CreateSpace to publish it? Yeah, yeah, so with um the like written one, we probably will use Create Space, but with the cookbook, that one's a little bit different because like it's like the imagery and like it's really important to get the formatting right. And we have like heaps of issues with our first book. So like this time we're like going into it and we're like doing heaps of research. So I'm not actually sure how we're going to end up doing that one but i know that we're going to get it on amazon because we couldn't get our other one well i don't know what we did with the other one we couldn't get it on amazon because like their design we couldn't like get them to print it so our what we'll be doing now is self-printing and then shipping to the fulfillment center like over in america wow okay and then so then is that where there's so there's distribution so your audience in australia it ships from the u.s no, so Australia will be able to ship from Australia because okay. we, we're going to be putting that through fulfillment. So, but in Australia, but then we want to be able to go international because at the moment our hard copy book can't reach our international audience. So. Like, cause the, like, so for us to send from Australia to overseas, it's like, 30 bucks to send over there, which is just like, like, that's it's insane. Than, it's more, it's than, like more the book. than the book. So yeah. we were like, okay, we can't send to international. We didn't, we didn't like, you know when you just like do a project and you don't know anything and you just like learn as you go? Oh, yeah. That's what we that's what we did with our first book. And yes, we learned many, many lessons. So <laughs> I mean, it might even be cheaper, we realized, to send from Germany 
to, to the whole world. Like, so it's really random. I don't know. Yeah, we probably should. We might podcast about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I'm like sitting here thinking, doesn't it feel like, well, it's 2016. Like, why haven't the powers that be like sorted this? <laughs> Like, why can't we teleport the books yet? Like, that's what I want to know. You should just be able to instantly get it. Like, we're in so many, like, entrepreneurial groups online and, like, the amount of Australians who, like, say, what do you guys do to send physical products? Like, it comes up, like, I swear, every Every day. day. Like, I see it all the time. So it's like this ongoing issue. Someone needs to really disrupt the sending um, business over here, the postal system. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, it's it's definitely one of those things that if somebody has the desire and the drive to do it, man, they could they can make oh, a killing yeah. with it. Oh my gosh! Well, please let me know when both books are out. I would totally love to support <laughs> everything for you guys. Oh, I am thank just you. yeah. I just had a ball talking with you. So, last question though is is you know so you've got the books coming out this year. Is there anything else? I, I doubt you guys are like super sedentary. So what else is on the plan for you guys this year? Oh my yeah. gosh, we are so excited. So we are now working with Dan Norris, who's from WP Curve. And we're actually, are we, do we, do we say what know. we're doing? We haven't even launched what, what, but we may as well. Yeah, we just say it. We're organizing a business retreat here on the Gold Coast in Australia. It's going to be in early 2017 and it's going to, we're going to bring together like amazing online entrepreneurs. We're going to be doing some cool coastal stuff eating at amazing restaurants, living it up here on the Gold Coast. On the beach. It's just going to be like this epic week of inspiration, fun. Masterminding. Yeah. And that is going to sell awesome. out. That is going <laughs> to sell out quickly. Well, I've had Dan on the show too. My audience definitely knows Dan with WP Curve. But I just, oh my gosh, that's great. You guys yeah, got to keep me in the loop. Like- I want to get an early ticket. <laughs> Well, I think we're like, we're like the web, like Dan was like, got the website out like straight away, like, but just like the little, um, like sign up page and it's called starters and makers. So that will be all the information will be coming like out in the next month or so. So we're pumped. That is so exciting. Black Hop Spear, because I can't get that over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, we said to Dan, we like, we have to have Black Hops at every single event. Even though we don't drink beer, we have to have it. Wow. Yeah, I do. We're trying beer, to get so to make I ginger totally beer, actually. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, you but can't with gluten, right? I yeah. know. But we keep asking, but he's like, they say no. <laughs> We're just going to keep asking. Surely they'll say yes one day. Like, you can do this. I know you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can. I'm sure it's not that hard, guys. <laughs> Forget all the other equipment and, and products and, and ingredients. Um, I love your site, <laughs> by the way, too, guys. Did you guys do all the branding on that? Oh, thank you. Well, actually, don't go on there today. You should go on next week because it's a brand new website by next week. Okay. Well, when this comes out, it will be the new site. Oh, good. Yay. Yay. Everybody, it's, yeah, we're freaking this so, we love our website. And like, it was like, we got so many quotes to get like a huge like redevelopment because we didn't want to do it. And in the end, we just did it. We Dan actually helped us and like we sat down, got this like really great theme, X theme, and it's so good. And very, oh my gosh. Like, it's exactly what we wanted. So it's, it's kind of crazy that we were going to spend $16,000 on like a redesign, redevelopment, and now we paid $90 for a theme and could do it ourselves. And got like some really nice photos. photos. It's amazing what good photos can do for your design and your site. $16,000. I'm just sitting with my mouth open. Oh my gosh. I know. That, we probably wouldn't have, we would have never gone with that quote, but that was one of the quotes. Like it ranged from like 4,000 to 16,000. Yeah. So like 
just crazy to think that, right? And then like we've just gone and done it for $90 and like a couple nights of the week. Yeah. That's all we've done so far. So, so it's, it's pretty exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> that's awesome. I've never used XTheme. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I think oh, there's oh. so many tools out there now. Like I'm a total visual builder person. I love using all those different front end builders and, and super easy to set up. You know, I use Thrive landing pages and stuff a lot, but there's so many easier ways to get a site up. Oh, so oh, good just, for you. Yay. yay. <laughs> you guys have been so fun. I've just, I'm, I just adore talking with you and I cannot wait to continue supporting what you're doing. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We've had so much fun yeah, speaking we loved with it. you.